You're not afraid of succeeding. You're afraid of what your life will look like and feel like when you do succeed, because it will be different from where you are now. Hey, you. You're listening to Not Yet, the podcast about our relationships and how they're the keys to our self-discovery. I'm your host, Paige Polk. I'm a community builder and Emmy award-winning digital media artist, channeling the powers of introspection. You're in the right place if you're mindful about the world you create and believe it's possible for us all to belong. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's start the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Not Yet Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. We have some goodies to talk about today, about values, where they come from, where they go to, how they expand, contract, shape shift, and what that can look like for your life when you tap into that process of discovery. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that applications are open right now for the Fall Mindfulness Coaching Program. In this program, you'd work one-on-one with me in a curated purpose exploration experience, and we are going to realize the next chapter of your life together. Visit notyetseries.com to apply because I want to work with you. As far as today's podcast episode, let's dive into values. Values, values, values. Where do they come from? Sometimes they're taught to you by your guardians, and these values can come from love or fear. You didn't have a reference point for those values or the root. You were just there picking up information because little you, you're just smart, and you were taking in as much as you could about the world around you so you can make decisions about how to be safe, about how to thrive, about how to have fun, how to avoid issues, and you were doing the best that you could. As far as values coming from love or fear, I want to break it down a bit. Let's talk about one value, uh, frugality, for example. Frugality as a value coming from a place of love could be you should save so you can invest in experiences that expand your awareness or your connection or both with yourself and the world around you. Very much a love-based value. However, there's also a shadow side of everything. So a fear-based approach to that same value could be that disaster is inevitable and money is the only thing that will save you when it does come. So you need to save as much money as possible and hoard it. And that is a really restrictive and retracting energy. Like you can feel it in your body um, because it's based off of an understanding that you're not safe or an understanding that you're not provided for or you don't have support for you around you other than this money. Both of these, both the love version and the fear version of frugality are stories. And when you're young, you are downloading the value and the metadata when you're a child. 
So the lesson or the value that your guardian is trying to teach you, that's coming from their own stories, their own experiences that maybe they've had in their own lives or have been passed down from their guardians and then before that and before that and before that. But when you're just learning it and picking it up, you digest it because you're taking it as face value. That's all you can do with anything in the world is just take it in and receive it how you can. And sometimes these values that you pick up are reinforced in your adult life. When a circumstance pops up and it's congruent with the story you downloaded as a kid. And the nature of life is change. Self-awareness and faith when working together are tools you can use to change the stories you are telling yourself if you want to. Values can be learned too. They're not just the ones that you pick up when you're a kid. As an adult, you can decide what you want your values to be based off of the life that you want to live. And that comes from experience. It comes from embodiment. It it comes from deciding how you want to live and recognizing that how you want to live is way more important than the fear you might have about change. Something that can hold you back is an anticipation of what others may think of you when your values do change. Because when this pillar of your life shifts, so can your thoughts, so can your actions, so can your priorities. Who even is this new person that you're realizing? But can I be real with you? The person whose judgment you're really afraid of is your own. Because you are the person who's going to have to live with this practice every single day. Personally, I don't like the phrase, quote, fear of success, end quote, because I think it gets too simplified. You're not afraid of succeeding. You're afraid of what your life will look like and feel like when you do succeed, because it will be different from where you are now. You're afraid you'll forget who you are with all of the change. Something one of my own coaches, Tori Hoffman, shared with me that sits very comfortably in my heart is the phrase, if it can change, it's not true. And that even applies to our personalities. As humans, we are gifted with the ability to create and experience identities. It's one of the things that makes us unique, that makes us magical, and the very nature of the ego is adaptation. And in that way, ego mirrors the big reality of life, constant movement, if we let it. Well, really, our identities shift constantly, whether we want them to or not, because we respond to the ever-moving universe around us. What is up to you is the decision to react or respond. So reacting or responding, let's touch on that a little bit. You are floating around in this space. (laughs) We're all floating around in this space and there are triggers everywhere and triggers can be good or bad. They're they're neutral. They're morally neutral concepts. It's just instigators, catalysts everywhere around us, whether it is uh, a new friend that we meet or we run out of... uh, I don't know, we run out of peanuts in our pantry and we're really craving peanuts or the seasons are changing. And we have a choice always of how we are responding to the triggers around us. Uh, 
But when we're not really awake to what is going on around us, we tend to react based off of actions we've already practiced in the past or actions we've seen other people close to us practice in the past. We're like, okay, so I saw when I was a kid, my mom ran out of peanuts in the pantry. And so she waited until the next time that she went to the grocery store and she bought more peanuts because we love peanuts. Like that's a really silly example, but the same thing applies uh, when we're also dealing with really, really packed concepts like we have a passing of the loved one or uh, we get let go from our job we have experience either for ourselves or we have seen other people around us experience that reality and we saw how they responded and when we are reacting we just pivot right into that mode of action we're like okay I saw this okay I felt this okay this experience happened I'm gonna do it again this exact way and that's not a bad thing everything in life that's morally neutral ooh, that's not true but <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast episode uh, <laughs> um, everything in life is a net neutral though energetically uh, and when we have the opportunity, to see something pop up, we also have the opportunity to decide how we're going to respond. So reflecting on your values is one way you can unravel the nuance of the eternal react or respond saga in your own life. And it requires you to be here, really, really be here, to be present, to be awake and acknowledge the shifts that are happening all around you and within you in your body, in your relationship dynamics, in social movements, the colors changing on the trees, the pace of a flower growing, to be engaged, an engaged student of the world. Now, you don't have to pick up everything, and honestly, you couldn't do that even if you wanted to, but you do have skills, you do have interests, and you do have values that are unique to you, that are little laser pointers to help you pick up on the information that's for you. And that knowledge is the foundation of your lived and imagined reality. You get to decide what you go toward. You get to decide what you prioritize. And the abundance in this universe doesn't have to be overwhelming, but a thrilling call to action to embrace what's meant for you. Now, I want to help you do this with my mindfulness coaching program, this 10-week one-on-one purpose exploration experience is for you if you are ready to realize the next brilliant chapter of your life. I built this coaching experience because it's what I always wanted for myself out of a coaching experience, a program that's rooted in leadership, creativity, spirituality, and community. These ideas are all connected. And once you awaken how they thrive in your own life, that is when you can call them in with intention. And I want to work with you this fall. So please apply for the fall cohort. Applications are open until Friday, September 16th, 2022. And you can find the application at notyetseries.com. I'm also lifting up the program experience on our Instagram at not yet series. So reach out to me in the DMs if you're interested and have questions. 
and reach out now because the application really does close on Friday, September 16th. And I want to make sure that I hear all about this big, beautiful life that you're creating for yourself. And I want to be a part of that transition as a lifelong pivoter and creator and abundancer. This is truly my calling. I love helping people live mindful, purposeful lives. And if you're listening, you love living a mindful, purposeful life. So it's meant to be. This is the last not yet podcast episode of summer 22. And our team will be on break until we're back online in October. It means a lot to me that you listen to these digital love letters every other week. Thank you for embracing rest with us and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Not Yet. The podcast is hosted by me, Paige Polk, and produced by Paige Polk International. The show art is made by Elizabeth Olguin, and the music is by Elder. Don't forget to subscribe here. And if you want more of this love in your life, visit notyetseries.com to join the Not Yet Project and community.